0: I'm laughing because I have a prediction what's gonna happen for our number one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have a prediction what our number one is too. So go ahead, why don't you go ahead and say what your number say one what is. we're
0: both thinking.
1: You want to count it? You we can do a count off. We can do three, two, one, then we'll say what it I is. A,
0: I had a funny intro for mine.
1: Okay, go ahead. You do the funny intro.
0: No, okay. We'll count. We'll count
1: down to three. you right, ready? Three, three two, two, one. one. Hey guys, my name is Mick Kraszowski, and welcome to another episode of That Remote Life, where we help you quit the cubicle and live life on your terms. Uh, today, as you guys can see, I'm joined by my uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm joined by my beautiful fiance Sarah. Still
0: make you nervous, man, huh?
1: I know every you know doesn't <laughs> stop. Um, but yeah, you haven't been on the the show since I think the last time you were on was back in March when we had just come back from Iceland.
0: Yeah, we had our quarantine episode, work from home as a couple episode.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, So yeah, instead, today we're going to do a kind of a fun episode uh, that was inspired by my friend Travis over at Extra Pack of Peanuts. Uh, They recently released a podcast episode where they talked about their favorite, uh, or I should say the 16 best places to live for three years Uh, and so we're going to we were inspired by that and we're going to do our own version of that which is going to be our four the top four locations where we could see ourselves establishing a home base for three years so i'm going to do my four and sarah's going to do her four uh we haven't seen each other's lists um so she doesn't know what i'm going to talk about and i don't know what she's going to talk about
0: we've talked about this in passing before we've talked about places that we'd like to live but we've never officially come up with a list of them so i'm excited to see and we have talked about maybe one or two but now we're kind of getting to, into the roots and talking about four of them so we've been thinking about this all day and the suspense is building up and i'm really excited to see what Miko picked
1: yeah i bet that we have some yeah overlap um but i'm interested to see kind of like where the other ones go <laughs> Um, the one rule that we did set aside was that we cannot use Varna as one of them because we already kind of have or a home Cincinnati, base there yeah. or Cincinnati. We already have home bases yeah. there. So this is sort of like new places where we would live for three, uh, years. Cause
0: you know, we would both choose Varna right off the bat right. because that's already a home base space. So, all
1: right, well, uh, let's get into it, uh, without any further ado List. All right. So Sarah, why don't you start us off with oh, your okay. number four?
0: My number four is somewhere that I've always talked to you about loving a lot, but as a country, not as a city. Oh, you
1: went for a country, not a city. No, it was a city. I picked oh, okay. out a city,
0: but I've talked about the like loving the idea of the city or of the country. And, but this one has a little bit of stipulation to it, in that it would be when I or we are older, probably, and.
1: There's a lot of buildup
0: oh yeah yeah just wait when we're older and hopefully we could farm when we're
1: older what is going on what is that this is place?
0: This, that is the that is the build up to the place what is this place i don't even okay anyways so my fourth place n- the number four place that i would live for three or more years is outside of galway ireland you know that i am in love with ireland Ify, not iffy, but we're like we both aren't we weren't huge fans of Dublin because it was just to me, it was kind of just another city and it had its charm and I love it. But I love Ireland. I've been, I think, three times, three or four times in the past few years and the countryside and just breathing easy. And I would just love to go have a little farm. I think that would just be so relaxing.
1: I have to be honest. When you started talking about this, I was like, it's going to be Ireland. And then you threw farming in and I'm like, what the hell is this place? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, well, I don't remember at any point talking about farming.
0: To be fair, I thought of that, the farming concept of all this today. So it hasn't been like a lifelong dream to farm, but I think it would just be, maybe, okay, maybe not a farm, but just like a big plot of land. Yeah. Like I'm not talking about having a full, because I know farms are a lot of work. So I'm talking about like you have some plants and
1: I like the idea of Ireland. My biggest issue with Ireland is the weather. Uh, I'm very like, Sarah loves like rainy, <laughs> cloudy weather. And if like, I'm fine with it, but if it like, I can't do a lot of it, like I need sun. Like if, if I'm in like a couple months of like that cloudy, rainy weather, my energy just plummets immediately. So I just um...
0: love it. I could, I could do the rain like every day. I love it. And I, I, I don't know. So I think that's actually one of the things that draws me to Ireland is the rain. And it's the, moody. Like, it's so moody and I can <laughs> listen to my like moody music and stare out the window at the rain and watch the droplets fall and it's great. I love it. So that's my number four. All
1: right. Uh, my number four is Sofia, Bulgaria.
0: You cheater.
1: No, we said no Varna. You I said cheater.
0: Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so
1: so here's here's why, and I actually thought about this pretty long and hard about if I would include it. In, and I think even if we were playing with Varna, I wouldn't have chosen Varna. Here's why, because I think, and I we don't really we didn't really discuss this as a rule, but the way that I was thinking about it was like I need to be able to live here for at least six months or more. Now that doesn't mean that you wouldn't be able to like travel around from there, but I could like. Feel like it was a place that I thought I could spend at least six months there. Um, and for me, Varna, like I love Varna, but I can't see myself being in Varna outside of the summer. But Sofia, I could see myself doing that, okay? Um, because it's a bigger city, Mm -hmm. um, there's a much bigger entrepreneurial community Mm -hmm. there but I really do feel like, you know, there's like lots of people doing interesting things. Mm -hmm. It's also very close to the mountains. So, I mean, it's what, like an hour and a half drive to like Bonsko, for Mm -hmm. example. So you could go, I I don't know how to ski or snowboard, but I've always loved the idea of maybe (laughs) learning it. So I like, I would totally do that. It's also a really fun city. There's lots of stuff to do. Uh, it is an up and coming digital nomad location. So I think a lot of people would be swinging through. Um, And there's still, so many
0: bars and yeah. restaurants and cheap food. It's a little bit, little bit more expensive than Varna, but we're talking like a dollar more expensive. Yeah, it's nothing. It's it's you know maybe five ten percent more than right. expensive, but it's not bad.
1: And even with the affordability, like you could, I haven't actually tested this, but I have a feeling like you could make you could maybe argue that Varna becomes more expensive in, during a few months during the summer because it is a touristy place where yes. like the price could spike. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then finally, the last reason why uh, I some Bulgarian city needed to be on here and I think that Sofia is the one that fits into this the most is because... I personally do want to like rebuild a Bulgarian network and to like mm-hmm. meet more Bulgarian entrepreneurs and actually like have more relationships and know more people in Bulgarian. So I could totally see myself spending three years in Sofia kind of fostering Absolutely. That. Um, love that. So, yeah, that's why Sofia is number four for me. Great. Cool. Uh, what's your number three?
0: I'm ready to shock you with my number three.
1: Okay, well, you already shocked me with the farm in Ireland, so.
0: Okay, so it is in the United States. Okay. Which I don't think you saw coming. Uh-huh. And I've technically lived there before, but for a summer, so. Well, I know where this is going. I would love to live in Asheville, North Carolina. I lived there in, when was that? It's 2014, the summer of 2014 interning with a minor league baseball team, the Asheville Tourists, and the, you just cannot beat, and now, you know, then at that time I was working in an office, you cannot beat getting off of work and driving seven minutes to the Blue Ridge Parkway, and I would do that almost every day after work, and it, does, I wouldn't even go anywhere half the time, but I would just go on it and drive this gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous highway, so highway, whatever it is, road, and um, that was great the food and beer scene is great um it's close to family relatively it was only six hours from cincinnati so it's easy drive um, a little bit further to michigan where my family is um close to family so still you know with family friends and everything that's really nice um and i just felt a huge sense of community there i feel like everybody like i don't know I, i feel i feel like it was a very community driven city and i just loved
1: it it's a very quirky like the yes. city itself is very quirky but it's because the com- the population is very quirky yes and, and that i mean is, that positively yeah. i mean yeah. that's a good thing
0: it's all you never know what to expect so you have this weird mix of like southern charm and like quirky
1: like hipsters hipster, yeah. like
0: people that just don't care and want to be themselves and like don't it's just it's it's a really fun place so
1: i love Asheville. But here's the part where I'm going to challenge you on this. You really think that you could be there for th- like yes. like multiple years without yes. like losing your mind?
0: In my restlessness or my like in my what?
1: Be- the reason why I bring that up is because it even it's kind of a smaller city. Like there's not that much going on there.
0: I like that though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I did love it there. And I think even if it's a small city, there's so much other stuff to do, like the mountains and camping and whitewater rafting and hiking and just like, there's so much stuff to do. Like it feels bigger because you have these giant mountains that are like, making you feel.
1: Well, the other issue with it is that what is the largest airport? Because, okay, we're going to live there for like six plus months but I know you and you're going to be like, okay, let's go travel somewhere that, what is like, there's not really a large airport.
0: It was Charleston was like an hour or two away. And then Columbia that we were just talking to Jen about the other day. That was, I think that was technically the closest I might be wrong, but that's what, um, I had a friend, um, Wiggy, she would fly out of Columbia. So like, I know, I know, I know, but like we already, if you think about it, we already drive, five hours to go to chicago to fly out we don't fly to sure. cincinnati Ant- Atlanta's probably like
1: yeah atlanta would be close. atlanta would be the biggest close airport wouldn't it be so i mean or it's, the closest big airport yeah I so
0: say. right now we're living in cincinnati we don't have
1: yeah you know we rarely f- rarely fly out of cvg ever
0: like we yeah. you know we always go somewhere and like i'm fine with spending a few extra hours in the car for a good deal
1: that's true that's a good point okay um my number 3 and this is kind of a a, sh, a sh, it, you you see what i mean is porto okay or maybe lisbon because we haven't been to lisbon yeah but i will explain why i'm saying maybe lisbon i'm interested I think,
0: in this because you weren't before you before you say your piece you weren't uh porto did not give you the fizz right away that's right so I'm interested to, I'm, I agree with you. I love it right. there, but I'm curious to hear. Your- so
1: I talk about, if you guys haven't heard the, heard this before, I talk about this thing that I call the fizz, which is like this feeling that I can't explain, but there's certain cities that I get to and I'm like, fuck yeah. Like this is, I want to be here. I love this. There's like an energy that just kind of makes me excited. It's
0: like a tingling, excitement, yeah. you know, those cities that you go to and you're just like,
1: <gasps> right. And it just, you yes, and it just, yes. And you get sick of the views and yeah. Right. So Porto didn't do that for me right away. However, I do think that it has a nice quality of life. Like it's a nice place to be. For sure. Um, Beautiful architecture, great food, really, really nice people. Um, It's also extremely safe. We were told it's, I think Portugal is the safest country in the world. Um, One of them.
0: I think it was like top 10 or something. Yeah,
1: by like, I don't know how you rate that. but um, So that's awesome. But the other two things, the, the one thing that's making me say, and we haven't been to Lisbon, but if everything that I hear is true, it's very similar to Porto, except slightly bigger and, uh, the weather is better, which is appealing to me (laughs) as because of what we talked about, because Porto can get very rainy and cloudy, um, And also Lisbon has a larger entrepreneurial scene than Porto does. I think Porto does have kind of like a startup scene, but I do know that Lisbon's is quite a bit bigger. Um, and they're both up and coming digital nomad locations, So Mm -hmm. we know there will constantly be people coming through, um, that, you know, we can hang out with and whatnot. The other thing as well is that it's an easy flight to the U S and, uh, the time zone difference Mm, is very nice. Huge, huge. So I think it's
0: crazy, sorry to interrupt you, but it's crazy going from Bulgaria, which is typically a seven hour time difference to Porto, which is like a four or five, depending on, you know, what time of the year it is. And you wouldn't think that two hours would make a difference with work. Oh my gosh, it's a whole different experience. It was a whole different experience for me. And like, we make it work with that and we don't both don't necessarily need to be on during nine to five hours, but it's just that two-hour time difference between Bulgaria and Porto was like, you could just, I don't know, it was awesome.
1: And to me, that actually has pros and cons because there are benefits to being just five hours in terms of time difference. But I actually also really like the seven-hour difference because that gives me more time in the beginning of the day for no one to bother me. And then I only have like two hours of overlap where whatever needs to be communicated is communicated without being this like, over reliance on like communication if that makes sense like just constant pinging you know it gives me a a good amount of time to get my stuff done in quiet you know like kind of focus um and then you know tune into like the u.s time zones and and Mm -hmm. you know communicate so pros and cons on that but i do think that that flight i mean direct flights from porto or lisbon to the east coast of the u.s abundant and cheap and easy quick Yep, I think it's actually a shorter flight from Portugal to like New York than it is from New York yeah. to California. Oh, for sure. Um, and a
0: uh, tap now, the relatively new airline. That- I think, they're, I think it's no, they're older, not, sorry, but they're they, not new, but they just got privatized or something. I don't know. Never, they, I don't think they to be I think
1: they redid like all yeah. of their planes. Like they went through like but really they, big updates.
0: Yeah, and they're they just they came out I think I was thinking they were new cuz they just came out with a um bunch of cheaper options lately. They just they right. the flights have just become relatively cheaper. So, so it's super easy.
1: Yeah. All right, so uh, uh you're number 2.
0: I'm such a flip-flop with these last two. But I am going to say Drum roll, please.
1: Drum roll. I don't want to do a drum roll because... Yeah. Valencia. Valencia. Yeah. Interesting. I know. You're going for the small towns here. I
0: am. I am. But there's a reason behind this. And I know you are obsessed with Barcelona and it may or may not be one of your next two. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it will be. I love Barcelona as well. And I love... Madrid was like beautiful and whatever. I liked it. And... Valencia for me is the smaller, quieter, but still big city with access to bigger cities place. It's close to my, uh, I was an au pair in Spain for a summer in 2016 for a family in Alicante, which is just like 45 minutes south of Valencia. So they'd be super close. So I'd have family there, which is really, really nice. Um, I just love the Spanish lifestyle, man. I want, I I can speak the language now better. And like, I just, I love it so much. And um so that is my reasoning for that. You have easy flights to the islands like Ibiza and all, you know, all that. And Ibiza. Don't do that to Ibiza. me. Ibiza. Whatever. I can't say, it. I can never say <laughs> it. If you're going to say that, then you have to say Valencia.
1: <laughs> Valencia.
0: So um, it's, yeah, it's just, I have, we've gone to Spain, I mean, close to every year since it
1: might have been one of the countries that we've been to the most actually for sure other than Bulgaria for
0: sure so um I I just love it I love it so
1: again I also really like Valencia but I personally would run into that issue the same issue that I think I would run into with Asheville which is like three years in a town that size but you know what though Valencia does have the beach
0: but here's the thing yes but here's the other thing Cincinnati's not that big Varna's not that yep. big these cities like that we love because we have our places and whatever like I don't I personally don't need like a huge I'm not a huge city gal I don't want like like Barcelona would be overwhelming for me to live in for a long time and I would but like I like a smaller city that's why I love Cincinnati it's a small big city
1: I think yeah I agree with you and that's why I said, because the I feel like having beach access makes any city almost feel bigger. That's what I was saying about the mountains sense.
0: in Asheville. That's the same thing I was going for.
1: Yeah, but I feel like the mountains kind of... I don't know. Maybe I haven't lived in a place close to mountains enough to have the same feeling. Well, now
0: we will because it's on my list.
1: <laughs> but pretty low on your list. So, um, Top four of my life. Are you but, gonna- <laughs> but yeah, I think... I like Valencia as well, but my only worry would be that it's it could be on the smaller side, uh, but it it is a beautiful city. It's and how what is the population? Do you know what the population no of Valencia idea.
0: is? No idea.
1: Because I do wonder like how that compares to, like Varna, because Varna is what the third biggest city in Bulgaria, but yeah. it's still like half a million people, um, so it's not that small. Yeah, um, that was a
0: very strategic like. It's kind of the same thing with ireland where it's i'm choosing the country in my head and then strategically picking the city if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so like i can't say ireland i can't say spain so i'm i'm and we've you know been to valencia i've been there a few times now and it's just my place i like it
1: yeah um i mean i agree with spain i love spain i i feel good in spain i don't know the language as well as you do but it is a language that i could see myself learning i do i have studied some Spanish so I'm not totally like you know helpless um, you. and my number two is Barcelona
0: knew it. I knew it
1: I, knew I it. <laughs> love Barcelona it's one of those places that I went to and I said I got the fizz the city gives the me fizz. the fizz yep um, it's I like Barcelona to me one of the reasons why it's so amazing is because it's like six cities in one mm-hmm. and I've described it that way before you have this amazing beach Beachy kind of area. Mm -hmm. You know, you have this medieval part of town, which is like, you know, the Gothic quarter, which is like medieval. You feel like you're walking through Mm -hmm. like, you know, Rome. Then you have this other part of town that looks like the Champs Elysees in Paris. Mm -hmm. And then you have this other side of town that feels much more like, to me, like over the Rhine in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. And so it's this like, and it's in all of those different parts, which could be totally their own cities are all just a few minutes by subway
0: and we talked about that when we every time we'd get off the subway on our first time there um that was 2016 because mm-hmm. we went from my uh, the city that i was all pairing in we went from alicante and that was our first or i guess technically our second european city that we mm-hmm. had gone to together so it's kind of like this special like place for us and like you talked about every single time you got off of the subway we walk up and be like where are we? Like, yeah, we're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah. Where are we? It's like a different city. Yeah. Um, so that's super cool.
1: It's an awesome lifestyle. Like again, the Spanish lifestyle is like, I mean, it. It yes. that's why people talk about it so much. Yes. The food is fantastic. The weather in Barcelona, I think is uh, some of the, I think Barcelona is in one of those magical places where mm-hmm. it's like the weather's perfect. Like it gets a little bit cooler in the winter, but not like cold. Um, you do have a beach. Uh, you have a large international airport, so you can go wherever you want to. From there, you could easily fly back to the U S direct. You can fly to any of the islands like you talked about. Mm -hmm. It's also a large entrepreneurial hub for Europe period. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it is a big digital nomad city. So again, you're going to have lots of people coming through. You don't need to leave to go find, you know, friends. Uh, they're gonna, you know, a lot of them will likely be coming through Barcelona. So to and me, and you have bocadillos, and you've got bocadillos, which what else are. else do you need? Epic, yeah. Nothing so else. I mean, I think we should just move to Barcelona.
0: Okay, I'm there.
1: and I said, I
0: said, I'm, I'm, I, I, I want Spain. I'm not married to. Don't tap city. on the table. Sorry, I'm not married to the city. So right. whatever you know.
1: And the nice thing about Barcelona too is that whole side of Spain, I'm sure the other one is as well, but just from our personal experience, the whole side of Spain is tied by a phenomenal, uh, rail network. So you want to go to the Valencia? Bay, yep. Yeah. So you want to go to Valencia for two weeks, let's jump on the train and in yep. two and a half hours you're there. Um, uh, but it has all the benefits of being in the bigger city. So for me, like, and I think that, that this is one of those, this is the first city Uh, it's kind of like the only city on my list that has a really big international airport that really does tie Mm -hmm. you ever to everywhere in the world. Mm So, um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's a great place. I've since the (laughs) first day that we went to Barcelona, I was like, I can live here. Yeah. So
0: I'm laughing because I have a prediction. What's going to happen for our number one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I have a prediction what our number one is too. So go ahead. Why don't you go ahead and say what your number one is. Say what we're
0: both thinking.
1: You wanna count it? You we can do a count off. We can do three, two, one, then we'll say what it I is. Had a,
0: I had a funny intro for mine.
1: Okay, go ahead. You do the funny intro.
0: No. Okay, we'll count we'll count down to three. All
1: right, you ready? Three, three, two, one, one. Budapest.
0: Budapest. Oh, Buddha, Budapest. <laughs>
1: oh, is that, is that <laughs> Okay, nice. So I guess we can both talk about why Budapest yeah. is our top.
0: I mean, we've been talking about this for years. We went there our first trip, so not the first trip we did uh after my au pair
1: experience summer um
0: but the next year after that was our first digital nomad big journey when i was making like three hundred dollars a month and i told my parents i was moving to bulgaria and um that was just kind of our first like i don't know we took off out of the nest and went to bulgaria and budapest was our first it was actually our
1: first so yeah so we went to bulgaria
0: yeah and for the we summer, were, we went there for four months,
1: and we were we had been in Bulgaria for about a month, I think, uh-huh. and it was our first trip that we took. Outside and I of got Bulgaria. so
0: excited because we were obviously on a very tight budget, and at the time, mm. I booked. Um, I'm the travel planner of the relationship proudly, and I booked a our flight, both of our flights, um, an accommodation, and one other thing. I don't know. I think maybe it was just flights and accommodation for a week, and it was three hundred dollars total. So for two round-trip flights from Bulgaria and a week's worth of accommodation for the both of us, it was $300 total. And I was like, "Yeah, that was my first glimpse at like cheapo cheapo European travel. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like,
1: I think that's one of the, I mean, Budapest is, I have a long list of things that I think Budapest is going for it. You can only imagine. (laughs) But I think one of the really great things about Budapest is that It's a really beautiful, like, proper, old European capital. I mean, it looks like Paris, in my opinion. That is at a fraction of the cost. So it's still super affordable. Uh, People will say that it's Eastern Europe. I think that it's on that edge of, like, Central Europe and Eastern Mm -hmm. Europe. But you still have – it's still affordable, but it's Budapest. Like, you know, it's Mm -hmm. this beautiful – uh you know like it, it is like a, a paris at a fraction of the cost
0: and this is a place that we have gone back almost every year to mm-hmm. still even for 24 hours one time
1: yep that's right and we uh, had to squeeze that in there
0: <laughs> and so we've gone back almost every year and we've just i think we've just fallen more and more in love with it and the first time i think it was the first time we were there we were sitting on the river drinking a beer that we could probably barely afford at the time, three. No,
1: it's Budapest. We could have afforded it. It's not that expensive. It
0: was a fancy beer. Oh, what? Oh, <laughs> at, the... At yeah, fancy place yeah, on yeah, the yeah. river. What so, was that place called? Uh, I don't know. I think Travis recommended it, didn't he?
1: Oh, you're talking about the little... The yeah. Beer Bros yeah. or... Yeah. yeah it yeah, wasn't okay. that
0: expensive, but we were also on a very, very small budget. Right. So we were sitting there, and we said, in two years or uh, upcoming at some point, we want to come here for the entire month of October because it sounds like a perfect, beautiful fall month. The weather's calm and good. And we made that our mission. And last, last October we Mm -hmm. did that. We spent a month in Budapest after a little Airbnb drama when we first got there and, um, we did it and it was, that really sealed the deal for me. Cause I think in the summer you're kind of, everything's more magical in the summer to an extent, you know, it's like beautiful weather and everything's better. And I'm a big fall gal and we got there and I was like the, the the crisp air and the leaves changing across the river and it was just absolutely magical.
1: I do think they had a little bit of uh, an Indian summer uh, yeah, in Budapest warm. last year because it was it was even through the end of October. Yeah, it was. I mean, the seasons were definitely changing, but it was still like very it like was warm. Really warm. I think it gets cooler more it gets cooler earlier uh yeah. in the year there but yeah i mean i think in terms of like phenomenal weather you mm-hmm. know um it's not like really a place that i'd love to be in the winter but okay like you gotta jump you know to like malta for four months in the winter or greece Can't or something that like that to three years well, I, that's why I was saying is at at you know six months at uh-huh. least there. I could definitely. Spend oh, you said six three years. There. I thought we were no, 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 three, no. Years. three years as a home base, but like oh, okay. you can bounce okay. out of there. Okay. For, Perfect. So, but I, I was gonna say even if I even without leaving Budapest in the winter, I do think that it's probably one of those cities where you know it's still freaking beautiful in the winter, so and you know it's probably super yeah. cozy and. Uh, but I yeah, would I love think. To see that. Some of the other benefits for Budapest, I think it's close to lots of other places. So you want to use it as a home base in Europe to travel around to the rest of Europe. Like as central like, as you can get. <laughs> yeah, it's like everything's maximum two hours away, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we flew two and a half hours to Porto, didn't we? So. No. No?
0: To We flew from Madrid to Budapest and it was two and a half hours. Okay,
1: so, Madri- okay, yeah. so maybe Sorry. three yeah. to Porto. So you know, the furthest reaches of Europe, it's three hours, but anywhere within that con, you know, like yeah. it's super easy. Um, it's affordable. Like we've talked about mm-hmm. and it's this medium level of, of affordability. Like I mentioned in another video, which I'll link up. Um, you know, it's like, it's not the super, super cheap Albania, Serbia, Bulgaria it's sort of this in the middle where you can still get a lot of your comforts from, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, if you're from the U S or from like England, um, you know, you can still get a lot of those comforts, but it's very affordable. Uh, we've been looking at, it is, and I mean, this is why I'm not surprised that it's our first. We're constantly looking at apartments for rent there. You can get beautiful two bedroom apartments for like a thousand bucks a month. Uh, I actually found one for $1,200 overlooking the river with a view of the main, uh, of the main bridge there so like beautiful beautiful places and the best areas for like you know 1200 bucks like that's super affordable
0: and we just found out this past time that we went that they have very fun activities outside of the city
1: yeah we went uh sarah surprised uh, me okay uh, you don't take over me.
0: here i was watching Shit's creek I think it was season five, the beginning of season five. Very specific. It is very it's, important. It's imp- it is an important detail, and it was like eight o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. Miko is not awake yet; he was still in bed. And I enjoy my like weekend mornings alone, so I get up and I like go to the couch and I start watching Shit's Sch- Creek. And they're on like a high ropes course, like you do in like middle school, like I don't know, like active team building activities, whatever. They're on a ropes course, and I was like. Oh my god! I need to do that today. I need to start looking right now. So I started looking online for ropes courses in Budapest, thinking like, "Yeah, we're right. I'm gonna find anything." And I found one. And I woke Mikko up, and I didn't tell him what we were doing. And I said, "Get out of bed. We're going on an adventure. Put on athletic clothes." And he's like, "What? What the hell?" Yeah. And we got there, and it was like a. Uh, what, maybe 30, 40 minute train ride, but like it on the, super close on the like rails, like the, like the train. tram, whatever. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like anything super far away. It was like $15 for unlimited time on this, their zip lines. It was so fun. It, it was w- so
1: fun. It was a lot of fun. And that's the benefit with Budapest again, is it, it's a capital city in yes. Europe where you're going to have probably like whatever you're looking for, you'll find it. Um, yes. you know, the airport isn't the biggest, but it's really nice. Um, they don't have a ton of direct flights to the U.S., but they're still there. Uh, not as many as like a Barcelona would have. Um, but also the other thing is like Barcelona, Hungary, doesn't have a lot of other cities. It mostly has like smaller towns, mm-hmm. and and kind of Budapest is like the one large mm-hmm. city. But how many hours away is? I believe it's Lake Belatón. Isn't it Lake Belatón? Oh yes, yeah, the lake like there. Yeah. Um. So. You know that is super uh, a, a very popular uh yeah Lake Balaton and it's you know like they're very popular like summer destination to go so yes there's no beach but there's constant trains mm-hmm. that are very affordable to get you to Lake Balaton where you can go and you know like relax on the on a beach on a large lake for sure but um, I'm
0: curious to hear about you're not a fan of the food
1: I you
0: not you don't hate it but you're not a big you're not very pumped about it
1: so Hungarian food is that central northern European food which is kind of heavy potatoes like lots pasta, of potatoes meat bread you know bread um yeah. so I do like the Mediterranean diet more like what you would find in Bulgaria uh, or in Spain but that being said because Budapest is a large city mm-hmm. there's lots of there's so options. much
0: that's true we get so, this yeah. place every single time we go there's these olive hummus tree. hummus bars like yeah. it's not called hummus bar because apparently that's not very good no the there's... hummus
1: bar is the the chain which yeah. everybody loves but i, I, I think yeah. olive tree is like yeah. so much better. there's just
0: so many there's there's like fast chinese food there's pizza there's there's just everything so that's yeah. that is true there's a lot of it's kind of something that we do every time we go we still go for one at least one night of like good like chicken paprikash which is yeah. i love but it's it is really heavy and it makes you feel very full, but
1: yeah, so it's like I mean it is it is a bigger city, so <laughs> if you want something you can find for it sure, there. Sure. Um but it, again it's a bigger small city, so mm-hmm. it's not like a giant city like a like you know, like a like Barcelona is way bigger than Budapest. Budapest has everything that you would expect and want out of a bigger city, but in a much smaller for sure, size. Um, it is also, it also has a big entrepreneurial community, a big startup community, and it is a very popular digital nomad place. So sure. again, a lot of our friends will be passing through. Um, so, you know, like they're already going to be going there, so we might as well just hang out there and, yeah. and, and see them. So for sure. I mean, that's why I think it's our, both of our number ones.
0: we have been just been talking about it forever. Now we just have, let's see th- four places each at three years per place that's 12 24 years of our lives planned out
1: uh your math is incorrect 21 because one of them is the same oh damn so well, and no, kind of means, two of them are the same because no, Barcelona no that just and Valencia. means we have to spend six years uh, six best, years there yeah. <laughs> okay so all right well that's it those are our top four so again uh your number four was don't quiz me. <laughs> Galway. Galway. Just, just outside of Galway. Galway. Mine yep. was Sofia. Your number three was... Asheville. Mine was Porto. Maybe Lisbon. Uh, your Valencia. number two. My number two is Barcelona. And then both of our number ones was Budapest. 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 That's right. Buddha Budapest. 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 All right, you guys, uh, that's it from us. I hope you are doing well. And yeah, make sure you hit subscribe. And then also head on over to the website. We have a new website that I've been uh, working day and night to complete. I think it looks really, really sharp. And make sure that you subscribe for Nomad Weekly. It's our new uh, high-quality a weekly newsletter kind of like the hustle to make sure that you stay informed and that you never miss anything going on in our community so uh, in our community mean the digital nomad community uh so yeah make sure you subscribe for that uh, i'm really excited to launch it and yeah do you have anything to say in closing no I'm no spot man <laughs> all right see you guys